Brooklyn's Radio Surrey News Review for Friday the 3rd of May. A look at the week's local news in Surrey from the Surrey Advertiser and Surrey Live. I'm Graham Laycock here to discuss this week's local news stories. And first look at this week's Surrey headlines. Conservatives lose control of Tandridge District Council. Surrey County Council finances said to be in a safe place and an application for 360 homes in Tandridge. Local elections took place yesterday in Surrey and the Conservatives have lost control of Tandridge District Council for the first time since the turn of millennium. Voters in the East Surrey District delivered a shock result on Thursday by booting out six Conservative councillors, including Council Leader Martin Fisher, who blamed a lack of leadership from Westminster on the area's local plan and the chaos of Brexit for the defeat. It was a heavy defeat for Mr Fisher personally as he slumped to a total of just 578 votes, more than a 1,000 short of Victor David Stamp of the Oxted and Limpsfield Residence Group. Uh, Prior to Thursday's vote, the Tories held a slender majority of one on the council, which had taken control of in 2000. They remained the largest party on the council with 16 seats, but an alliance of independents and the residence group now has 13 councillors after gaining four seats, while the Liberal Democrats increased their seats from 9 to 11. Two other independents also retain their seats. Group leaders will hold discussions on the way forward over the coming days, but the results make a coalition between the residence group and Liberal Democrats the most likely outcome. Voters at a Woking polling station experienced some delay on Thursday morning due to an administrative error which led to incomplete paperwork. Three people from the Trinity Methodist Hall polling station were unable to cast their vote on election day due to a clerical error, according to Woking Borough Council spokesman. Two people were able to vote after a short delay, but by that time the third person had left and it's understood the error resolved quickly. A Douglas Spinks Woking Borough Council's deputy returning officer said, we're aware that due to a clerical error, three individuals were unable to cast their vote this morning at the Trinity Methodist Hall polling station. At becoming aware of the situation, senior council officers acted promptly to resolve the matter and we'd like to reassure the public this was an isolated incident and thorough checks have been carried out at all other polling stations across the borough to ensure this does not happen again. And on Brooklyn's Radio at quarter past seven this evening, we'll be providing a full results roundup of the local elections in Surrey. Comparisons between Surrey and Northamptonshire's financial crisis were wrong. The county leader has declared and he assured residents that Surrey County Council's finances were in a safe place and they are halfway through making the £200 million worth of savings in two years they promised they would. Commissioners were appointed in May 2018 to oversee Northamptonshire County Council as it was forced to make more than £65 million worth of savings. At the same time, Surrey was discussing how it would make its savings in two years. Now, a year later, referencing the financial crisis that hit Conservative-led Northamptonshire Council last year, Surrey County Council leader, Councillor Tim Oliver, said those who predicted Surrey was another Northamptonshire were completely wrong. We're not using our reserves, and I think that demonstrates that we have got a proper control of our financial position. He said Surrey County Council still had challenges around the budget for adult services, special education needs and disabilities, but added this was a national issue. He also said we are finding a better way of delivering those services at a lower cost. Uh, speaking at the Cabinet meeting, Councillor Oliver said achieving half of the £200 million savings target halfway through the two-year decline was encouraging, and added, I think people can take comfort that we're moving 
into a safer place financially. The state of Surrey's roads is a well-known cause of complaint uh, with the county's residents, but at least one woman from Guildford, it's the pavements that are causing bigger problems. Annie Jewell, age 51, who has functional neurological disorder, has been in a wheelchair since 2011, and she says cracks in the pavements around Guildford have not only made it harder for her to get around, they have also proved dangerous. And she said the Stoke Bridge in Woking was completely, she was completely tipped out of her chair after going over the bridge recently and nearly ended up under a car and then had to be lifted back into her chair by two other people because she was so shocked that she couldn't get it together to get back into her chair. It's just one of several occasions where the smaller wheels of her chair have been caught in cracks and potholes in the pavement, throwing her or nearly throwing her into the road and on one occasion badly jarring her back. She said it's not just one big thing, it's lots of little things that build up, leaving you exhausted and frustrated and your quality of life deteriorates. I'm not asking for perfect pavements, just safe ones. Now, a Surrey County Council spokesman said we're sorry these pavements may not be up to standard we'd like. If anyone has a concern with a payment, we'd ask them to report on our website so we can see if it's suitable to be added to our Pavement Horizon programme, which has already improved hundreds of pavements around the county. Now, the Compton phone box has received a slightly unusual makeover. Instead of the intended plan for it to be decorated to celebrate May Day on Wednesday, the phone box instead displayed a large green belt in process of Guildford Borough Council's decision to adopt the local plan. Now, the local plan was formally adopted on Thursday the 25th of April and could deliver thousands of new homes to meet a housing crisis. A number of villages and sites, including Wisley Airfield, have been taken out of the green belt in order to meet this need. Other villages, including Compton, will potentially be subject to limited infill, both inside and outside the identified settlement boundaries. Now, Chris Sharples, a resident of the village and Paris councillor, first started decorating the phone box to celebrate Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding back in May 2018. Uh, His mood to decorate the phone box, he said, was to make people smile. A car crashed into an electrically electricity pole and overturned in Brookwood, leaving almost 600 customers without power on Thursday. Police were called to Brookwood Lye Road near the junction with Hermitage Road and Blackhorse Road around 12.10pm. One man was taken to Royal Surrey County Hospital with neck and back injuries and South East Coast Ambulance Services confirmed, however, his injuries are not thought to be serious. Surrey Fire and Rescue sent one fire engine to the scene at 12.15 and left around an hour later. The road remained closed for UK Power Networks to assess the damage. Power was temporarily turned off for just over 30 minutes. Now, for safety reasons, they needed to turn the supply off to 596 customers between 12.41 and 1.14pm. Now, police officers are appealing for any witnesses to the crash to come forward. If you could give them a ring on the normal non-emergency number 101 if you have any information. Two hectares of woodland have been damaged after a large heath fire swept across two hectares of woodland near Cranley. Firefighters were at the scene in Winterfold Heath for more than an hour tackling the fire. Two fire engines and specialist units attended the heath fire at Barhatch Road in Cranley around 7.50am on Wednesday. Pictures from the scene showed large amounts of charred undergrowth, smoke and flames rising from an area of woodland. Now it's the latest in a recent spate of heath fires with large wildfires taking place in Camberley, Shepparton, Ash Ranges, Walperston, Horsell, Whitemore Common and Woking through March alone. A fire, wildfire destroyed six hectares of woodland in Chopping Common on Good Friday after it began to spread in multiple directions. 
A spokesman for Fire, sorry, fire and Rescue said on May the 1st and received a call around 7.50am to report a fire at Barhatch Road in Cranley. Two fire engines were sent alongside with some specialist units. They arrived on the scene around 8am. The radius of impact was approximately two hectares. The fire was successfully tackled and stopped around 9.20am. An application for 360 homes in Tandridge on the border with Mid-Sussex has drawn widespread objections at the earliest stage. The proposal from Roundabouts Farm, Clay Hall Lane, Copthorne, in the section of the village that falls into Surrey, has been revealed as Tandridge District Council issued a screening option for an environmental impact assessment on the site. Applicant Fairfax Acquisitions Limited is promoting the site for residential development despite it having already been rejected in Tandridge District Council's local plan. No planning application has been submitted and the proposal is still in its infancy but it's clear there's going to be a lot of opposition to it. Worth Parish Council, which covers Copthorne, sent a strongly worded letter to Tandridge District Council asking why it was not informed of the application at this stage, finding out when the resident pointed it out. Copthorne is already set to be impacted significantly by 600 homes being built off the A264 to the west of the village. Burstow Parish Council has registered its own objection, saying it's concerned it could effectively merge with the Parish of Worth. The next steps is for the applicant to submit a request for the Environmental Impact Assessment Scoping Opinion to identify the issues which should be included in the Environmental Impact Assessment. After this, an outline planning application could be submitted and the proposal is for a mix of two, three and four bedroom detached, semi-detached and terraced houses. There may also be some one-bedroom flats and a small amount of commercial space. And finally, an opera about the assassination of Alexander Lenknov is to be staged in West Horsley. The Russian dissident and former Federal Security Service spy was poisoned with radioactive plutonium-210, believed to be administered in a cup of tea at a London hotel in 2006. Three days later, he was admitted to Barnick General Hospital in North London before his condition worsened and he was transferred to University College Hospital in London where he died on November the 23rd. Now the story of the prominent critic of the Russian president is going to be depicted in an opera through a series of flashbacks and flash-forwards. It features character Lenkinyevov, his widow Marina, and dead Russian billionaire Boris Beringovsky and the assassin Sergio Lukovich. The world premiere of The Life and Death of Alexander Lenkinyev will take place in July next year at the Grange Park Opera in West Horsley. The opera is sung in English with some choruses in Russian with British-Australian tenor Adrian Dwyer playing Lenkinyev. And that's our look at this week's stories in Surrey. This has been Brooklyn's Radio Surrey News Review with Graham Laycock. And you can hear the Surrey News Review every Friday at 1pm and 7pm on Brooklyn's Radio. And you can keep up to date with the Surrey Advertiser and Surrey Live. Yeah.